Hi everyone, it's Mike here again, and it is great to share with you a preview of our latest Moonshots Master series. This series is where we collect all the wisdom that we've learned from over 140 plus shows. And what we do is we study a particular topic and we bring all the best clips and practices together so you get your own little masterclass. And what you'll get in each of the Moonshots Master Series is a show dedicated to your personal transformation or perhaps to problem-solving, decision-making, thinking better, all that kind of good stuff. Or lastly, it will be about leadership. Those are the three big buckets that all the Moonshots thinking fits into. Personal transformation, thinking better, and leadership. That's right. And we pick all of those great clips from superstars, entrepreneurs, and authors and wrap it all up together. Now, you're only getting a preview of this. If you'd like to listen to the full show, get all the tools and all the goodies that comes with the Moonshots Master Series, visit moonshots.io, click on the members area and sign up. Be our patron. It's only a dollar a week and you'll get a complete masterclass just for you every single month. So head over to moonshots.io and become a member. But for now, enjoy the show. Welcome to the Moonshots Master Series. It's episode 16. I'm your co-host, Mike Parsons, and as always, I'm joined by Mark Pearson Freeland. Good morning, Mark. Good morning, Mike. It is the favorite time of the month as we kick off and release a brand new episode in the Master Series, isn't it? It certainly is, and it is all about shooting for the moon, isn't it? That's right, listeners and subscribers. Today, just for you guys, we are releasing a brand new episode. Today, we're diving into the idea of leadership, but specifically the idea of goals, goal setting, goal creation, and holding yourself accountable to those goals. I mean, this is a pretty big, but also very enticing and energizing topic, wouldn't you say, Mike? It's a bit of a sleeper, isn't it, Mark? Like you, when you think about setting goals, you're like, really, guys, a whole master series? Could you really stretch it that far? And the answer is, Mark, you certainly can because setting goals, what you're about to discover on this show, our 16th master series, is that setting goals is good for you, good for your peers, colleagues, teammates, maybe even family members too. It helps you know what everyone's doing, what everyone's striving for, but it creates a common language from around which we can collaborate, we can support each other. Honestly, Mark, after preparing for this show, I didn't realize there was so much in goal setting, did you? No, no, I didn't either. I think it's one of those, as you say, it's a sleeper hit <clears throat> almost. It's a, it's a concept and a task and a behavior that I would argue we've all grown up with. You know, the idea of working towards a target or having an end moment in sight, whether it's an exam or a race or a destination, maybe it's a holiday, maybe it's something that you want to go out and achieve from your own personal development. It's something that we kind of all understood. But for me, Mike, again, as we were preparing for today's show and I step back and look at the way I function as a, you know, uh, an individual in society and so on, I definitely have deprioritized the concept of setting goals. It isn't necessarily something I do outside of work. 
it's not something that I necessarily would revisit from a personal perspective until now. And I think today we're going to delve into all these ideas of setting goals and understanding the value that they can bring. And me, Mike, as we were preparing for this show, it really struck me just how not only important, but also valuable a goal setting behavior and setting in the framework and the mechanics to go out and leverage them and and use them correctly really, really is. I agree. And I think what is really good to call out here is like, what is the enemy we're facing here? And I think what happens is once we become young adults, you know, we can be full of gusto and goals, you know, maybe buying your first car, these kind of things. But I think what tends to happen, certainly if I look at my own life and those around me, is once you become quite competent uh, in life, the you sort of get a little bit casual with setting goals. You know, once you've moved out of home, once you have your first car, maybe even once you get your first house. But you know what? Goals can be applied every month, every week, every day. And I think this show, if it does anything, Mark, will reignite the fires to jump into a world of goal setting for yourself, for the people around you, and for like getting everyone to sail in the same direction, to have a common language about what we're trying to get done. It truly is a way to wake up a little bit, to revitalize, to get those engines burning. And I think it's a really deep, deep process of accountability. Mm. If you really embrace what we're about to go through for the next hour, it is all about holding yourself and others accountable to their dreams, goals, and ambitions. Because when you stretch, when you shoot for the moon, you really do have the chance of being the best version of yourself. So we need to light the fires, Mark. We need to get those engines roaring. Where do we start? We are going to start today, Moonshots members, with a little dose of inspiration to help us appreciate and understand why it is crucial to help yourself choose the right goals for the right reasons. So let's kick off today with John Doerr, who wrote Measure What Matters on how in business as well as our personal lives, OKRs, goal setting, can really rock the foundation of some of the biggest companies in the world. So let's hear from John Doerr, kick us off with how Bono, Google, and the Gates Foundation use OKRs. What's crucial is uh, choosing the right audacious goals for the right reasons. And I think there's never been a more important time for that than now. Let me tell you what OKRs are. Well, first, it's a kind of geeky acronym, but what it stands for is objectives, and key results. Objectives are what you want to have accomplished and key results are how you're gonna get it done. It's a deceptively simple goal setting system that was invented by Andy Grove in the 1970s to uh, help make Intel the best run technology company of of his or, or, or maybe any era. He was a superb CEO and also a teacher. And so when I first came to Intel, Andy said to me, John, you know, it almost doesn't matter what you know. And that's because execution is what matters most. And so he invented this amazing system for execution and valued far more highly than anything else results. Did you get your key results done or not done? Did you achieve the objective? 
OKRs pioneered at Intel. Uh, subsequently, I took them to maybe a hundred different organizations. I introduced them to Larry Page and Sergey Brin when they were 24 years old in their garage as co-founders of, of Google. I showed them the system and uh, Sergey Brin agreed to enthusiastically adopt them. Well, not quite. <laughs> what he actually said was, we don't have any other way to manage the company, so I guess we'll give this a try. <laughs> and I took that as a ringing endorsement. But here's the point. Every quarter since then, every Googler has written down her objectives and key results. They've graded them, and then they've published them for everybody in the organization to see. So 70,000 Googlers are doing that this quarter. Then, quite remarkably, they take these objectives and key results and put them aside. They don't count for bonuses. They don't count for promotions. They serve a higher purpose. They're a kind of collective commitment, a, a social contract to what's important, what, what really matters the most. Uh, in, in the words of the founders, they can't imagine running Google without them. I dream that they will affect our schools, perhaps our hospitals, even our governments. OKRs can make a difference on the personal front. Uh, I had a, a goal not so many years ago. It was something about getting more uh, intimacy in our family. My real motive was to make sure that uh, the girls grew up strong-willed, independent, and happy. And I, I read and believed that having dinner together as a family would make a difference. So my key result was to be home for dinner 20 nights a month by 6 p.m. and to be fully present, which meant Actually, we had to turn off the router, you know, the, the smartphones wouldn't work. And that, I want you to know, was a tough goal to achieve. I, I probably hit it 70% of the time. I'd like the readers of this book to ask the following questions. Do you have the right metrics and goals in your life? Do you have goals in your life? What are your values, your objectives, and your key results? Oh, do you have goals? Do you have the right goals? Do you have the values that are going to get you there? We just got those big questions from John Doerr, who is, apart from a very successful author, he is one of the key guys at Kleiner Perkins in Menlo Park, California, one of the greatest venture capital firms as well. What I find so appropriate is when he gave an example of his OKRs, it was having dinner together as a family. This is the power of setting objectives. So whether you're Google, whether you're Bono, or whether you're a family, it doesn't matter. It is the commitment to getting things done, the commitment to the outcomes of those things. And I think in this, if you want to shoot for the moon, if you want to be the best version of yourself, you must, you must practice the idea of setting objectives and, and the key results, not only for your business or your company or your project that you work on, but I think also you should have goals for your personal life. And they can be as beautiful and simple as having dinner together as a family. Mark, how did you process some advice from a truly capable person? <laughs> You're right. Truly capable is John Doe all over. I, I totally resonated with the idea of creating personal 
goals and holding myself accountable to them because I can see the value of this type of behavior, this type of, um, you know, vision setting almost within a business orientated environment. But I love the fact that John has taken us over the fence. You know, he's calling out, you might appreciate and know the, this idea of OKRs, this idea of goal setting with a business orientated mindset. But the truth is, if you can bring it into your personal life, even better. And I think what really stood out to me within the clip that we've just heard was actually the value that can come from creating good goals. Mm. And that's that social commitment. And I think if I was to relate social commitment to business, as John Doerr did in that clip, it keeps the entire business of Google uh, accountable. They all feel like they're working in the same direction. At the same time, though, if you then apply this idea of social commitment to what uh, John Doerr was trying to do at home, I'm going to spend time with my family, have dinners, what probably happened, and he doesn't go into it, but it probably also had an impact on his family. They probably saw the intention that he had, the drive that he wanted to try and put into place. And I would argue that that also motivates those around us when we have Mm -hmm. goals in mind. If that was his intention, it's likely that that spilled over a little bit and had a bit of a halo effect for the rest of the family too. So I guess my build that I'm trying to do here is the fact that it is not only for the individual to understand where they're going, and what they're trying to achieve, but it also helps everybody around you stay on that same page as well. Don't you think? I think it's all about, um, getting, staying and living that page. Uh, what I think you said it really well, it's that social commitment together. And I tell you, we have got over 50 people that have a social commitment to us for which we are super grateful, Mark. And I think it is only appropriate that given that this is a master series, exclusively for members and subscribers. I think we need the official concerts of horns and trombones to celebrate our members on Patreon. That's right. Please let me just unpack the, uh, the special goal setting trumpet. (laughs) Oh yes, it's still in tune. That's good. So members, these shows on the master series are all for you. So please accept our drum roll and roll call for Bob, John, Terry, Ken, and Dietmar, our annual subscribers who have been with us Mm. since the beginning, as well as Marjan and Connor, Rodrigo and Yasmin, Lisa, Sid, Mr. Bonjour and Paul, Berg and Kalman, David and Joe, Crystal, Ivo, Christian and Hurricane Brain, Samuela, Kelly, Barbara and Andre, Matthew, Eric, Abby and Jose, Joshua, Chris, Deborah and Lasse, Steve, Craig, Lauren and Javier, Daniel, Andrew, Ravi, and Yvette, Karen, Raul, PJ, Nikwara, Ola, and Ingram. Whew, Mike, I mean, yeah, these master series, we're going to have to make them a bit longer so I can, you know, fully do the proper roll call, right? Mike, I think we should just have a separate show for all the members and the roll call. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> so listen, very grateful to all of you who are tuned in right now, our members and subscribers. Thank you ever so much. We do appreciate your support. It is crucial for us in order to pull the show together, to use all the different software that we use. Um, and, you know, we can only say thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And as we now turn our mind uh, to this sort of um, idea of setting goals and understanding 
what it can truly unlock in our lives. Why not turn to the world of sports? But this time, let's go to an Olympian, a gold medal winning Olympian who you might not know, but has the most amazing story. And it's all about goals. (laughs) 